Today's episode of The Masked Man Show is brought to you by The Ringer's new live reaction show, Talk the Thrones. Each week, Andy Greenwald, Mother of Dragons, Mallory Rubin, Chris Ryan, and our very own maester, my dear friend Jason Concepcion, are coming to you live after the East Coast airing of Game of Thrones Season 7. Talk the Thrones streams exclusively on Twitter and Periscope right after each episode ends and can be found on the Ringer's Twitter handle, at Ringer. They'll be reacting at the same time as you, contextualizing the events, explaining everything that just unfolded, and, in Mallory's case, crying. Again, the show is called Talk to Thrones. You can stream it live after the East Coast airing of Game of Thrones, uh, and it's still on there after there. You don't have to just watch it at that time. You can watch it after whenever you watch the uh, ever watch the show. Just go to our Twitter account and our Periscope account, at Ringer. It's worth it. Check it out. What's up, guys? It's your girl, WWE Superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE Superstar Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to The Masked Man Show. And you are listening to The Masked Man Show. And you're listening to The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Mask Man Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm here with Dave Schilling, as always. Of course. <laughs> and once again, returning to the show, the fabulous Lucas Brothers. Yeah, yo, what's up? Here. Like we're the here. fabulous Rougeau Brothers, but black. But yes. black. But black. More black. I didn't, I mean, they I were not Rouge black. Rougeaus were honorary. <laughs> honorary. <laughs> they were pretty down, let's be honest. <laughs> All you gotta do is be down. That's it. <laughs> um, one, isn't one of the Rougeaus doing the like French WWE broadcast now? Or am I confusing? No, it that them? was back in the day. I think mm-hmm. the Rougeaus are out. I, did, I just saw somebody. I think I swear I just saw one of them at the. When, was there a pay per view three days ago? <laughs> Whatever the last pay per view was. I think it was like twenty four hours ago. Hours ago. Um, the big news that's happening as the show is starting is that Shane McMahon has somehow survived a helicopter crash in Florida. Nine lives. Listen, man, he life. survived hell in a cell multiple times. <laughs> he survived uh, multiple Kurt. German suplexes. Yep. Into a uh, giant glass set. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a survivor. When it, when, the, when like the paramedics pulled up, inevitably they put him on a stretcher, and he just he like he finally <laughs> got <laughs> off the stretcher. The real, the, real MT, the real MTs respect like the comeback off the stretcher, or do they just tie you down? And then his music starts playing. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, they're like, you have some, you clearly have a lot of serious medical issues. He's like, no, nah, I'm just selling. That's it. It's got to be believable. Was he, was he hurt at all? Or no, was apparently he, he, he gave an interview after. Oh, all right. Yeah, he yeah. said his pilot, his pilot uh, saved the day. Nice. Was it Vince? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not It was Vince. not Vince. <laughs> his name Is was that, Mario, I believe. Private, I, don't, I mean, I know that these private helicopters and private little like single engine jets fly all the time and nothing mm-hmm. happens but you only hear about when they when something terrible happens and it just seems like a, the worst idea I, I know. don't know why it's yeah. too bad we it's don't have Dan St. Germain here to tell us what it's like to fly in a private helicopter because <laughs> of all of his money he's got all that, that, that hot network TV money yeah <laughs> weren't you in a, a, a helicopter I was in a helicopter yeah is it's it scary a, no not really but mm. I was only going like 45 minutes from here to what we were going to what was that place? San Bernardino? So yeah. It wasn't, oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that bad, but I wonder where, how far he was going. Probably not far. Probably not far. Yeah. 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 yeah probably just, uh, I don't know. He's I'm just going to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> he decided to pick up some lettuce. <laughs> to avoid traffic. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so great. It is great. Um, I'm glad he and survived. great that he survived. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. We need more Shane in our lives, I think. I don't know. We were just talking yeah. before we went on the air about how much we love the McMahon family. Really? Yeah. When Vince dies, I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If Shane, if, I mean, if something has, heaven forbid, something happened to like Shane and Steph, and then we end up with a weird like Game of Thrones situation where like Cersei's just sitting there, and everyone's just like, well, shit, I hate her, but what if she dies? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be even worse. In this situation, is Triple H Cersei Lannister? Yeah. Well, no, no, Vince. Oh, Cersei. Vince is Cersei. Vince is Cersei? Vince is Cersei. I thought Vince was t- uh, Tywin Lannister. Right. Okay. If you want to do the whole parallel thing, I do, I'm just saying, like, you know, the, the, like the king or the, the queen without any children, without any. Nah, no, I see, I see. Uh, we we'll be talking about Linda. Then. Linda there. But Linda's not uh, yeah. evil. Yeah, Linda's oh, the she's l- probably a little evil. <laughs> 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 rubbing off down there and <laughs> You pick up uh, things when you're married to yeah, Vince McMahon that long. She works sort of Trump administration. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm, she's doing a great job from everything I hear. Oh, where? Uh, no. I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, Small business is booming. <laughs> we, um... So don't take, the guys, whoever's listening to the show, don't take private helicopters. I mean, do, but just be really careful. Also, yeah. like I said last week, don't take the legitimate sun gimmicks if you're a professional wrestler. <laughs> we'll, we're going we're gonna to circle back around oh, geez. to Kurt Angle and, and, and his, and his uh, long-lost child because that's, the, that's, that's the, like, the big hit of the week, I feel like. Let's yeah. start off the show uh, by talking about this coming Sunday. WWE presents Battleground. The return of the Punjabi prison. Oh, yeah. Good. The return of John Cena to the ring. Um, uh, the return of Rusev to the ring. <laughs> the return of <laughs> delicious xenophobia and professional oh, wrestling. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, back, man. baby. Patriotism yeah. is back, baby. <laughs> John Cena's <laughs> promo on, on Tuesday was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. He was comparing his match to like the Civil War. <laughs> well, you it know. was like a parody of what bad John Cena promos were like 10 years ago or yeah. whenever that, whatever yeah, he yeah. was like in his, on his championship run, his first big run. But he, it might have been a rib. They might have been ribbing him. I just I just him his bad speech to he say. He does. I mean, and all. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know Cena. Uh, I, I've met some people around him. The 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 patriotism stuff is one hundred percent legit. As if sure. like anybody. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. As if anybody would say anything else. But like that. That it means incredibly meaningful to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a totally like legit like shoot level and, and and all the respect in the world for that. So. But if it was civil war, wouldn't it be? American versus American? Yeah, that was a weird that was a weird little anachronistic uh, And then he brought up nine eleven, dog. <laughs> that flag did, that flag flew after nine eleven. And then this horrible, horrible election and like I feel yeah. it felt like divorced from reality that patriotism is a thing people are gonna get excited about. Yeah, at this point in the in the country's history, yeah. and there's also the very the very old fashioned like Jim Cornette is complaining somewhere problem where mm-hmm. you have two foreign heels on the yeah. in like the two like two of the top matches on the card, and that's setting aside Kevin Owens Damn. who's basically been working this like foreign gimmick. I mean, it's it's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's it's it's, I mean, it's a little tired. bit. It's, it's tired. I'm just, I'm just over. It's a trope. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a tired trope. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of does, you know, if you want John, John Cena, if you're really going to push him as like the, you know, great American hero of all time, like clear out, you know, yeah. somebody like set a screen so mm-hmm. he can just like get the other foreign villains out of the way so he can do this. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I did find it interesting that Rusev is fully Bulgarian now. Or is are we? He's no longer associated with the USSR, <laughs> the Soviet <laughs> Union, or, or, or Russia. Russia or, 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 no, was, it's I mean, that, that was a thing that ended after WrestleMania 30. Really? Or not 31? Excuse been, me. I, I just totally missed that. 
they yeah, just quit. They quit. It. I know. I know. At some point, they stopped like announcing that he was best friends with Putin. But <laughs> <laughs> once he brought out the tank and lost to Cena, yeah. that was the end of him what, being a Russian hero. What country do you think uh, Vince thinks Nakamura is from? Because he he doesn't know. <laughs> you know he doesn't know. He just you know that he would takes be broad great strokes. like Ringer video content. Just get Vince in a room and ask him where what country all these wrestlers are from. <laughs> Um, all right, let's run through this card. Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English in the pre-show. Do we? I mean, I both of these guys are kind of like minor joy, minor spots of joy on a wrestling card. But yeah. does anybody care about this match? No, no. I mean, yeah, it's a payday. Yeah, I get it. It's a payday. Good luck for them guys, man. Um, Ty Dillinger does always pop a crowd. He does. I like he does. Yeah, I like so him a lot. It's a good it's spot. True. I kind of feel like with English this week. Or I was thinking that. That you know, two hundred five live is sort of its own division. Um, the women, you know, have their own sort of separate thing. Obviously, at some point, I'm looking at guys like like Chad Gable, and like at some point, we just got to have weight classes in pro wrestling mm-hmm, because yeah. like there's got to be a way to legitimize some of the smaller guys without straight up like pretending like having them stand on boxes all the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, TNA did a great. Job. I think we need. We used to have the hardcore division. Yeah. I think we need. Just a comedy division. Let let, <laughs> let Brizongo be the champions and have all of the promos be they like should. backstage movies. Absolutely. And just like let's let's like give Aiden English and Ty Dillinger over there for a while and just see if we can make somebody work. We yeah, need that. more content anyway, so just you know, yeah. Focus yeah, on Edge the comedy. and Christian can be the commissioners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd, that'd be, be dope. great. Yeah. Uh yeah, I was I was saying they should bring Santino out of retirement to be like the the Jack Tunney <laughs> or whatever. Just have him sit in a booth Jack somewhere. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, we have a lot of matches. This is a weird order. The first match on the card, according to Wikipedia, is AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Um, we didn't really talk about on the show that AJ wanted a house show. What had won the title at a house show? Mm-hmm. At least not in great depth. That is a crazy booking decision yeah that was good i mean it it's good it's dope it popped twitter for a minute yeah it certainly got like people texting me like crazy mm-hmm. i mean it made the well, house shows more relevant i like that when they had diesel beat bob Backlund at the house I mean, show that's for the championship classic i like it and plus those guys always put on great matches so it, it doesn't it, it makes the match matter. that we're going to see even more compelling i think yeah and it was madison square garden yeah, yeah. it was madison square you garden know, it's, where else are you going to do a title change like that at a house show but the greatest arena in the world? Mm-hmm. Does it delegitimize the title? Well, that title is... Well, we got a question no. from um, at Trevor Wrights on Twitter. He said, at what point will the WWE title matter more than U- the U.S. title on SmackDown? <laughs> and uh, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon because no, it doesn't no. sound like gender is losing the belt. Um, but I think they they crafted a decent program. I, I, I'm like you guys in that I think that uh, changing the title at the house show is a smart move. Hmm. Um, you need to make the secondary titles matter anyway, so Agreed. it's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's a weird... Uh, I think that's exactly the right point. Like, if you're not complaining that the that the mid-card, the you know, mid-card titles are undervalued, then you're complaining that they're too valuable. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. Not a mon- it's not the same voice screaming about all this stuff. I'm sure there's some of the same people. Um, but yeah, I think it's, to- I think it's totally fine. And I mean, part of it is certainly on, it's interesting because they, because the difference between the two shows, um, it would make more sense to have this super valuable mid card title on raw where the, where the, where the WWE is not, the there. Yeah. Yeah. not yeah. there. Absolutely. Um, and they've kind of dropped the ball on that on the raw side. But I mean, what, what is the glory days of, of, 
you know, pro wrestling of, of the belts meaning what they should have meant. I mean, I remember watching NWA mm-hmm. back in like, you know, when I was in Charlotte back in the day when I was a little kid. And sure, sure, Ric Flair's belt meant more than mm-hmm. all the other belts. Yeah. But like week to week, you cared more about the U.S. and the TV titles because those are the belts those that you saw, of, you know, yeah. and those are the belts that like were getting defended. But there so. were also like fifty of them. There were the well, there was a Western States title, <laughs> the U.S. title, the TV, TV title. Yeah, there were there were too many belts uh, in the NWA at that time. I think yeah. WWF early '90s Hogan and then the Intercontinental Championship meant something. It sure. really did. Yeah. I think that tag was team, the, like the, the, tag team the tag team titles were even the work significant. Of, yeah, yeah, the, the Intercontinental workers. Um, but also, it was still. I mean, it was a stepping stone. The, uh, I mean, the you know, Macho had it for a while. Yeah. And it was like you know, it was, it, it was a good. It, it could really signify something because yeah. there weren't that many guys coming to the belt, the ring with belts. I That's guess. right. But listen, SmackDown is. I think talking about the belt being worth something or not worth something is really just missing the point that this main event feud is like garbage, and we can we'll be over it soon. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. I mean. Um, Let's just talk about that match. I'm just getting it out Horrible. of the way. The, the, I mean, the I'm, it's a cage match, and <laughs> but it's racist now. It's beautiful. Like, Vince finds a way to make you things racist. He'll, make he'll, he'll, like, Let's make it racist. There's four doors, and they're anymore. real short, and they open for 60 seconds. What are the doors for? I don't know. No one ever Is it 60 seconds at the beginning of the match, in the middle, at the end? When do the doors open? I think yeah. there's a great... I know that you know the, the Singh brothers are, have to be involved you know, somehow, but mm-hmm. but they're, I think we could re, we could really get a good compromise going where instead of them standing at ringside and, and interfering, can't they? Why don't we just let them work commentary because they're the only guys that understand the rules of the Punjabi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're any gonna sneak through the little doggy door and they're going to interfere. So do you, wait, what are the rules of the? Punjabi? Well, according to according cl- to gender, cl- there's no rule. The most important rule is that there's no rules. Okay. All right, there you go. Well, there's these big big. Uh, there's a big cage, like wooden cage thing all around you. Is I mean, it it's a escape? cool looking cage. Well, is it, it escape, escape rules or one? is it pinfall rules? I think both, right? Oh, God. It's both, right? Why? Well, I think <laughs> <laughs> and there's two cages. <sighs> and yeah, you can't so one, see Once a, a wrestler has escaped thing. the first, I'm reading from Wikipedia here, which is the best resource for, every, for everything about wrestling. Uh, once a wrestler has escaped the first cage, he must climb over and out of the second cage. With the first wrestler having both of their feet touch the arena floor outside the second cage. This is uh, WCW-ish. Like, I was going to say TNA. It's yeah. worse than WCW. Oh. It makes me pine for the simple rules of the War Games match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this just looks dangerous. Because you know they're not going to put on a compelling match in the first cage, and then they're going to go to the second cage, and you're going to like, this end it. Yeah. In, in the feud, in, in the title run, it's over. Yeah, it's I do love it. that as soon as Jinder Mahal won the belt, everybody on the Squared Circle Reddit page was like, we're getting a Punjabi prison in all caps and 50 exclamation marks. Because they knew. <laughs> they knew. Yeah. They yeah. knew. It. Well, they about leading up to this up. moment. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not mad about the Punjabi prison. I, I mean, at some point, it's like, yeah, it's a, you know, one of those like Pandora's box things. Yeah. You gotta, if, when, when you're, when you're, when your ongoing conversation in creative is how do we like get a get a more exciting version of a steel cage, then mm-hmm. like you're already in you're already in trouble. In shitty territory. Well, we got the hell in the yeah. cell, which is I think perfect. Well, because it took the thing about the cage match um, that was the most compelling at the time was you have to escape. It's, sure. just, it's just the ring. Yeah. But then when you make it bigger, it's like, well, you're not really escaping. It's a pinfall. There's no escape. Mm-hmm. It's not about escape. It's about finishing your opponent off in the middle in the of the ring. ring. So yeah. it and improved on the concept. Yeah. This just makes the concept more complicated. Convoluted. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. Like more convoluted concept. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's just weird why the, the whole premise of gender being good at the pin, um, Punjabi prison, like he like <laughs> grew up wrestling this style. <laughs> These are very common matches in, in India. Yeah, <laughs> as a young boy. Well, no, he probably learned about it from the great Kali, who was the originator the, of the Punjabi prison. Ah. The creator? Um, Even though he wasn't in the first Punjabi prison match. We'll run through the card and do pick. Let's do picks all at once at the end. Uh, Usos versus The New Day. They had a great rap battle and since then have had some mediocre singles matches. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a great match. I'm excited. For some reason, it feels like it's it's the right moment for these two. Mm -hmm. They have chemistry together. They've worked multiple feuds together. Um, I love the Usos. I do, too. I I think their new gimmick is (laughs) awesome. they, They really evolved. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy him too. I mean, it's cool. It's cool seeing him sort of like break out a little bit more than they were getting, getting the opportunity to do on Raw. When it, when it works on SmackDown, when somebody kind of gets it that, is. is able to kind of just yeah. bask in the spotlight That's a little right. bit. Um, speaking of basking in the spotlight, I mean, I know this is this is going to sound like a joke, but like the Lana turning into a wrestler thing could have never happened on Raw. Right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, they could have run the gimmick, hmm. but like she, they're actually kind of like letting her evolve right. into a wrestler a little bit. It looks like, and they're you know, and she's. It's not just a joke, even mm-hmm. though, the, but but the other wrestlers are treating it with a raised eyebrow. It, it just seems like I mean, it, it might pan out and, and never. I mean, it might never pan out. I yeah, like that they're, leaning, an opportunity. they're leaning into it being not believable. <laughs> she's a good wrestler. Oh no, I mean she's clearly like like only has three moves and that's sort of part of the gimmick, right? Yeah. But she is hot. So <laughs> any chance we get to see her on in any moment. In any moment. I want her to wrestle more. I know. Longer yeah. matches, Iron Man match. <laughs> An Iron Man match would be great. By herself. Put her in the Punjabi prison. Yeah, yeah. Put her in the Punjabi prison. An Iron Man Punjabi prison. <laughs> um there should be, yeah, the Punjabi prison match where it's just Lana and no one tells her the rules and she just spends an hour trying to trying figure to... out how to leave. It's just this way. That would be more exciting than the match we're going to see. Yeah, yeah, various charts and graphs of like, well, let's see, physically, how do I escape this? So the only, so there's not a, um, there's not a women's title match on the card. There is a number one contender. I don't, again, not mad about this. Let's, we have so many pay-per-views. Let's mix things up. But uh, Charlotte versus Becky versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Lana. Um, any predictions? I mean, not not win or lose. Just like what what are we what are we expecting to happen in this match? Lame. It's too many too many moving parts. I always I think that the the best women's matches are when it's one on one and they oh, get a chance to build like a story. A triple threat. Oh, triple five. Threat. five. They always one person who can't wrestle. Like yeah. What's the? What's going to be a short match? What's the <laughs> smack? I mean, what's the SummerSlam match out of this? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte and someone. <laughs> I mean, it's got. To, do you think it's it's. I mean, you think Charlotte's going to win the title before SummerSlam? No. I think she'll win it at SummerSlam. I think she's turning heel again. Yeah. yeah she has to go back to heel. She's the best heel. She was, and she was already kind of working and she lost, heel. She lost Becky. last night, so it makes sense she, that she would, she would get the win. Mm-hmm. Get the win and turn heel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm into that. Uh, what else? John Cena versus Rusev we touched on before. Cena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say John Cena. Conclusion. Cena in 10 minutes. Cena How in America. You, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't care about people getting buried. I don't ever give much credence to the complaints about someone like, you know, Rusev's win streak or Bray Wyatt's win streak mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, you, yeah. can, you can fix everything without too much trouble. It just seems nuts because, like, you have Rusev coming back from an injury with a new look. Yeah. And you and to this, if you better. ever want to fix the issues you had with him, this is the moment. Instead, they're just running back. He may win. It's a possibility. I don't think so, but it, it is the best gimmick match for him to win yeah, and win. not take Cena's heat away. That's right. Yeah, Cena does not need the win either. No, 
This match doesn't need to happen. No. <laughs> Did it happen already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, many times. Many times. Um, so you think we're doing, we're, we're, we're ang- are we getting towards Cena versus gender at SummerSlam? I, I, I think that's what's happening. The one caveat to that, I think, or the one thing that would make me think it's not going to happen is all the talk that it's going to be Reigns and Cena for the universal title hmm. at WrestleMania. And do you want Cena breaking Flair's record before WrestleMania? Ah. Isn't that the, the juiciest part of How that? How are they getting Cena? Well, you can still get gender and Cena, and Cena just loses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that's unlikely. Wouldn't that be great if gender just was like undefeated for <laughs> no years or CM Punk's <laughs> record? I, was like, I don't care. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's, it's true. Yeah, if if you want to run back an old angle, I just they should just do the they should just do the dusty like the the Nikita Volkov angle with Rusev. <laughs> just have him like have John Cena like be in trouble and have Rusev just come in and save him at some point after they've already fought like thirty yeah, times. Like yeah. Rusev finally sees the light <laughs> and America just, wins. Yeah, that would be so great because Rusev. <laughs> Rusev would be so over Wait, as a baby face. Did you mean mm-hmm. Nikita Koloff or Nikolai Volkov? What did I say? Nikolai, you said you Nikita Nikolai. Volkov. Oh, yeah, no, no, Nikita Koloff. Yeah. That's his, yeah. I was just making sure. I didn't want it, you to get a nasty email. Um, <laughs> yes, no. Motherfucker. Uh, is that not? <laughs> it was in Nikita Koloff. <laughs> <laughs> he saved him. Um, Rick Flair. Yeah, if you're going to send me like, like condescending tweets about Nikolai Volkov, just, you know, make sure you get both Nikolai Volkovs in the tweet. That's right. Because, yeah. You'll, you, people, people care, man. People care. People, people really care. care. Um, all right. Something. So. Uh, we, the only one we haven't talked about really is um, style. Well, Styles and Owens and Nakamura and Corbin, who I throwing those together because they've been all tied up in the same storyline on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Styles Owens could be is obviously like the match of the match night of candidate, the night. like the only match of the night candidate, <laughs> um, which is kind of interesting for a SmackDown pay per view. Um, and Nakamura Corbin is Nakamura Corbin. I mean, yeah. Nakamura Corbin is. I feel like there's no. There's no ending to this match. That would be satisfying. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, but I don't. I just can't. I don't. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what WWE. I don't know what the the decision, the booking decision here is because it, it would be crazy for either of these guys to lose. Yeah. Yep. I think the decision was well. They got to wrestle at the pay per view. No, I know. But like, what do you? Wins, <laughs> it was like logic. It's like uh, deductive reasoning. Two oh, guys. We got two guys. Let them wrestle. No storyline. I think they're really yeah. high on Corbin, though. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. That's, that's why I'm afraid Corbin. that Nakamura is going to lose. Yeah. Yes. It would be really weird to have Nakamura lose this early. This early. At least in this situation. This is It's a mid-card feud, you know? Yeah. Like, he's got to be... He needs a manager. I guess if we're if if we're gonna go under the assumption that that Cena is gonna make his way into the title match at SummerSlam, (laughs) that's a a fair assumption. Then I guess that like, you know, we'll probably have a post SummerSlam reset of some sort. I'm getting Hmm. the the SmackDown after SummerSlam. They'll probably have a six way match for the number one contendership, and we'll Hmm. just sort of you know pretend pretend none of this ever happened. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So what? So wait, what do you guys think? Nakamura or Corbin? I think Corbin. Corbin. Corbin, I think yeah. really high yeah. on Corbin. Yeah. Okay. He's got the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. He can't be losing matches. Well, that's the, count, the counterpoint is he's got the money in the bank briefcase. So True. he's in, so he's, you know, always he's right protected. outside the main event picture. Fair. Also, they were teasing Nakamura and Styles for the U.S. title. So do you want to have Nakamura job if he's going to go work yeah. with Styles at SummerSlam? Maybe there'll be some chicanery here, and maybe we maybe. won't see hmm. a clean finish. Hmm. I think that's probably the most likely outcome. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. But they already kind of did two that on Chicane SmackDown right? two weeks ago, where they just didn't have the match. Well, they have sort of, I mean, in, in that sense, they've been teasing it, right? I mean, every time they get near each other, they just brawl under the crowd and, uh, you know, hmm. they only have, there's only a finish by like, look, that was a, I mean, there was, the setup for that match was just sort of blah, but that was a, I, I enjoyed that tag team match. Those guys can was, wrestle, yeah. man. All good. of them. Yeah, they're, they're all, all super great talented. And Kevin Owens looked really good with the, you know, that big super kick pop-up powerbomb. <sighs> you know, it's it's always the little things and we get to rejoice them, rejoice about them uh, very seldomly on the show. But that move that Kevin Owens does, where he catches, where like he did, the, he did in the match, where he super kicked AJ and then catches him before he goes down, so he can push him into the rope yeah. for the pop up. And it's like this, this like cruel hug, mm. you know? Uh, it's like you're like your really drunk friend at the bar, and you're like walking <laughs> him out, um, and you and you wish you could stay longer. But it's like, uh, it's just such a nice little move. Um, and I have no idea who's gonna win this match either. What the uh, chaos? So, yeah. Chaos? I think AJ wins, but okay. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. I think uh, it'll be clean too. I think, I think AJ Styles wins. Clean. Yeah. Owens is, you know, Owens has proven that he doesn't need anything to no. get himself over. Yeah. You know, he got he had the Universal Title, yeah. Like, and then you know, now he's he was the U.S. Champion on SmackDown. Like, it, it's a huge distance between those two things. Mm-hmm. He's every bit as over, you know, from yeah, one to the next. He has to gift the gap, but he, he can does just talk his way into anything. But it does, I, you know. I rest. wonder what the what the path is for him if he loses this match. Not that it's, I'm not not lamenting this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be, in, I'm going to be interested to see where he goes if he loses this match. Hmm. I would be interested in Cena Owens. It's so Cena much Owens. Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be, yeah. be, be beautiful. And what if you do Cena? If you put Cena with gender, you could do Orton Owens. Like I would be very interested in just seeing what that oh, looks yeah. like. It might be a terrible idea, like one minute <laughs> in, but but I'm but I'd be into that. I think Owens can go with anyone. Yeah, to be honest, like he's he has that that skill level. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, that could be pretty fun. Anyway, um, so wait, everybody's picking AJ. Yeah, I'm going. Mm-hmm. AJ he just now. started this open challenge thing. Mm-hmm. It yeah, feels like a, an angle they're going to continue to Keep drag going, out. Yeah. Yeah, and put, and shotgunning the title onto him at the house show must have been meaningful mm-hmm. in some way. Maybe maybe it was just getting the open challenge thing over uh, earlier rather than later. And AJ has patriotic themed merchandise. That's now. right. Got to sell. Wow. <laughs> AJ has patriotic themed merchandise in Japanese on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he was just pining for Japan on SmackDown. He's like, oh, I really miss all this Japanese stuff in their little backstage promo. Iwanakamaru. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, SmackDown looks good though. This is a weird pay per view. Um, wait, did we? Do we have a do you, Mahal versus Orton? What's your pick, Mahal. guys? I think Mahal, man. Yeah, the modern this day is Maharaja. This a pretty crazy, crazy black mark on the imaginary win loss record of Randy Orton if he can't beat Jinder Mahal in three tries. Like, what is the hit? When was the last time a, a title feud went three matches and there wasn't there were no trades? Probably involving John Cena. Or yeah, Hogan. probably so. <laughs> yeah. Hogan, yeah. He fought like yeah, Umaga <laughs> for two and a half years nonstop. Yeah. Um, oh so. yeah. Was was it? No. Rusev beat Cena, right? When they had their when they had their feud up to WrestleMania, didn't Rusev get a big pay per view win in? He, he probably did. Yeah. 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 Um, I was gonna. Yeah, that seemed like an obvious an obvious answer to the question. Um, Usos versus New Day. What's your pick? Usos. Hmm. Hmm. They're just, they're just they're just too good right now. I'm going. Fuck. I love New Day, but I just I, I go Usos. It's time to make a move with the New Day. Go, yeah, yeah. got to figure something Did out. They break up? I don't think you got to break them up. I just think I mean, if you're gonna break them up, if you're if if you're determined to break them up, 
you got it's got to be like a six month angle of yeah. guys working singles matches and the other guys getting a little bit upset yeah. and doing whatever. Like it's if it's not. I wouldn't break them up, but like if you're gonna break them up, give it do it some justice. Well, yeah, here's my Usos problem with the uh, the Usos um, losing, or actually uh, winning, is um, they don't have any other babyface challengers yeah. for that team. Yeah, what is the SmackDown Tag Division right now? Well, know. American Alpha does not exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. uh, Breezango uh, has heard. some sort maybe, of maybe like, the Alpha's a pain with coming up. Ooh, maybe. That seems early. I mean, let's though. be let's early. Early. The, the Usos in their current iteration are uh, are about three inches away from being baby faces. Like they're 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 going to be more baby face now when they turn than they ever were before. Hmm. Yeah. They're not more baby face. They're going to be less baby face, but more over. They're yeah. going to get real they're deep. Cool. In the they're turns. cool. They're so cool. They might as well be in the Bullet Club, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely like, yeah. they're Gorillas of Destiny adjacent, if you ask me. Yeah. It would be so great if they just did a giant tag team tournament. I know people say this all the time, and they have the Dusty Classic, obviously, in NXT. But if they just had a, they just had a tag team tournament as for a whole pay per view, and it was just like what was the what was the old WCW one where it was like the Lethal Lottery? Not mm. not a, the Lethal Lottery was dumb, but like if there were just some sort of random tag teams, you know, two guys who were like, I want to win, mm-hmm. and you and I are the two best wrestlers in the company. Let's go try to take some people Let's down. See what happens. Yeah. Wait, you weren't into the Battle Bowl? Uh, no, on, it's man. all it's all fun. <laughs> it's all fun. I love the idea, though. I'm not wrong, right? When they had to like pick their partners, yeah. yeah. But it was like not only was it gimmick random, it was like shoot random too. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. were they found out before they went out of the ring, just like, hey, Sting, you're teaming with Rick Steiner. Have fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, I don't even that. know if that I don't even know if I believe that that's true. But if that's, it's true, that's it's just bomb. They did this split screen with yeah. the two different locker rooms: the heel locker room, the babyface locker room. I love that gimmick. The Miztourage could be a tag team. I'm just yes, like looking at the roster, but right they're now. also heels. Yeah, and they're on Raw. Yeah. Yep. What if they just put Chad Gable with Shelton Benjamin? Is Shelton never coming back? Ooh. I want just like, Ooh. oh, I'm hoping he comes back. There you go. That's great. That is good that's, booking right that's there. Fantastic. Except it's just sort of weird. Like, do, you, do they even change the name of the team? Are we just pretending that no one knows the difference? <laughs> Let them be American Alpha. American Alpha. The old switcheroo. Yeah. Uh, Chad, you see, um, Meltzer's really high on Chad Gable. Did you see that? I, he he had a quote that was going around today about or yesterday about um, how he thinks he can be one of the top guys in the roster in a couple years. Gable's he can wrestle. Uh, he reminds me of the Hitman a little bit. Uh, yeah, he has a little Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah. This is why I'm thinking. This is why I was saying earlier we got to like figure out some sort of weight. It doesn't weight classes is the wrong idea, but concept some sort of conceptual weight class thing mm-hmm. because it's five eight. You get to a point. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and Meltzer was like, he's that not that much smaller than AJ. It's like I don't. know. I mean, standing next to him in the ring, he looks about four inches shorter than AJ. I mean, yeah. it's like a pretty significantly shorter dude than everybody else in the roster. How tall was Benoit? Uh, Benoit, well, I think they, they called him five nine or something yeah, like that, I but he was it. probably. Five six, and, but, they, uh, but he's Daniel Bryan. He's just jacked. I haven't. I always say it's such like it's such a me thing. To, like, I may have said it a million times. It's like you can be short, but you can't be miniature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can't. And like, and and he's Gable fucking... looks. Gable looks like you know, like seventy percent of Kurt Angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what I mean. And Benoit had to. It was just like yeah. so big for his size, and like even Daniel Bryan, like when he bulked up in WWE, and mm-hmm. he had that giant head, so he mm-hmm. didn't look like he was just like a little tiny uh, he, dude. Yeah, he was the short kind. Of, but anyway, they, they, I'm sure. Yeah, I think Gable could be great if. If, if they push if, him if, in the right push. way, yeah. Maybe um, you'll feud with uh, AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, why not? 
It's time. It's time for the big uh, Ascension push, guys. They should just let the Ascension work both brands. They're also like heels. Unify the titles. <laughs> You're killing me here, man. Yeah, There's no tag no. teams. You break up Enzo and Cass. Yep. And you don't replace them with anybody. No. So the division is just. Can the can the colognes be baby faces? I thought they the were Cologne. getting released. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been released yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't distance, watch yeah, the distance between like number three contender for the SmackDown tag titles and the released is not very great. All right, well, we just talked about Chad Gable. His now, I guess, former partner is involved in the biggest wrestling angle in the history of pro wrestling. Before we get to that, though, a quick word from Simply Safe. Getting a good night's sleep is easier said than done, right, Shelling? Correct. Especially when you think you just heard a noise downstairs. Think about it. What do you do in that situation? You could turn on the lights and keep watch, check your kids' beds every hour, sleep with one eye open, or you can rest easy knowing that your home and family are protected with Simply Safe. When you install your Simply Safe home security system, you're arming your home with powerful sensors that actually tell you if a door is open or if a window breaks. There's a 105 decibel siren that alerts you at the first sign of trouble. Can you do your Vicky Guerrero impression just for, for Excuse that? me? Yeah, not 105 decibels. Excuse close. me? Uh, and a dedicated team of security professionals are watching over you 24-7, ready to send the police. With Simply Safe, there's no long-term contracts, and around-the-clock monitoring is only $14.99 a month. Don't spend another night second-guessing your home safety. Get Simply Safe and get some rest. Go to simplysafe.com slash ringer and get a special 10% discount when you order today. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E, simplysafe.com slash ringer for 10% off your order. Simplysafe.com slash ringer. Excuse me? All right, back to um, what really matters. But Jason Jordan has oh. a new home on Monday Night Raw and a, a, a new, I guess, metaphorical home in the um, Angle household. Yeah, yeah, and, and he found out who his father. Uh, I watched Raw on West Coast time this week, and so like was getting like the text message of the group text, and I don't really avoid spoilers uh, that much. And, and but I just got I, I saw the first one, and it was just like, wow, they're really going all in on it, or something like that. They and do I, look and, alike. They that do look alike. Strong resemblance. Um, they're both bald. They're both bald. I mean, I don't know if there's an maybe because they're just wrestlers and they just they're have a big, yeah. Any big dude, they have can a similar really build. It's yeah. it is nuts. But so the, nuts. The, the the short the short version is for the last few weeks, uh, Kurt Angle's been like getting text messages and making weird phone calls backstage. He's hiding something. People started joking about it being an illegitimate son a couple weeks ago. We talked about it on the show last week, but like neither of us could quite talk ourselves into it being real. <laughs> yeah, and we asked uh, the fans of the show to tweet at us and and give us their most outlandish suggestions. <laughs> and I'm going to go through a couple of them just because we promised to do that do it, last man. week. At R Thomit on Twitter said, "When was the last time a mystery reveal was anything other than Hornswoggle?" At Easy Go Edgar said, Kurt's secret lover, and we all thought it was a it was a lover for some lover, reason. Because yeah. he said, I love you, and we don't believe that two men can love each other in wrestling, apparently. <laughs> Kurt's secret lover is the anonymous raw general manager, <laughs> aka the laptop. <laughs> I would have been in for that. <laughs> uh, at Mr. Fix78 said it must be Paige. And the airport and all the other issues with her and Alberto were a work. Hmm. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just hard. Yeah, that's actually a good one, but it's hard to that's get to. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of Stephanie McMahon yeah. suggestions. I thought Stephanie too. I thought Steph too. At, at Mr. Debius on Twitter said the May Young hand. <laughs> that would have been good. 
at Sellout Funerals said, Angle is talking to Hologram Tupac and scheduling a comeback tour. <laughs> at Sir Duxalot said, Sable, so he can fight Lesnar. Hmm. I don't think they're ever going to bring Sable back. No. Well, no. The point of all of that is to say that every single idea there was better than Jason Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I think that it would be great if there was like, if this as the storyline was going on, like if Corey Graves is going to be involved, like let him do this. But someone should just be really upset that they're breaking the SmackDown Raw divide to to accommodate this angle. Mm. Or that just like Jason Jordan should not be allowed to appear on Raw. I understand it's good for like <laughs> telling this story, but yeah. he is a SmackDown wrestler. Well, here's how you do it. You say uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan have asked for compensation for for losing a superstar. So trade one over. And it's either a trade or Kurt Angle says, I have just the guy for you. My old friend Shelton Benjamin. Mm. And then he goes oh, and he yeah. teams with teams our with boy a, Chad that's Gable. That's a good idea. I love Gable that. needs a partner. Yeah. yeah. And Shelton Benjamin can still work. That's right. What if they just run like a Doc Rivers, Austin Rivers angle on Raw? Where like, <laughs> just, like Kurt's just putting him in the main event over and over again. <laughs> Just like giving him great new contracts yeah. and everything, and everybody's really resentful. We're yeah. gonna go ahead and uh, cut Brock Lesnar, and we're going to keep Jason <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Jason Jordan, and he's gonna he's gonna get leader. a big push. So yeah, definitely. You know I mean? uh, Jason Jordan is is very good. He's, yeah, he's amazing. He's uh, I think you know it's weird because the tag team. I mean, obviously the American Alpha is one of those teams that like was a marriage of convenience in yeah. a lot of ways. Like both of them benefited greatly from this. But Jason Jordan had to benefit was, you know, he just wasn't there in the ring yet. And mm-hmm. or really on the mic yet. Like, yeah, he just yeah. sort of looked like a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And was obviously very gifted, mm-hmm. yeah, but just hadn't put it together. Uh, it feels like he's come a long way, but I, I don't think we'll really know for a minute. Well, do you think this hurts or helps his his potential? Because I, I, I don't know. It's execution. It's, it's execution. execution. Is, there, point. is there any way that this is... That that it's a work. I mean, not a. I mean, it's definitely it, a yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to talk myself into the storyline. Is there any way that, like, a month from now, Jason Jordan is just like, like, haha, I fooled you. I'm That's not what I was gonna son. say. Yeah, it's a go. heel turn. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. only way this yeah. works. Is <laughs> him and Corey were in cahoots to fool, fool Kurt, Kurt Angle, so that because he's already established we're good friends from NXT. Yeah, so he just wanted to push. Yeah. He's just gets the push. Maybe he just wanted to transfer from Raw, get True. away from Gable. Yeah. yeah. He's they're circumventing the salary cap. This <laughs> is all this is all sports. Daryl Morey runs Raw, huh? <laughs> but how do you trick someone into believing that uh <laughs> text messages? It's just text <laughs> messages. Just text. Believe yeah, me, he is your son. Oh, yeah. just like, all right, all right. Uh, sure. Like you can probably I'm sure there's a dollar figure that like Mari Povich will call you and just be just like, dude, I got the paternity test back and you 100 percent believe it. You know? Yeah, like, just we'll get, see, what was the evidence? I don't even know. I guess we'll you find really out when the heel turn happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they can give somebody like a scientist gimmick and he can just come <laughs> in and just be like, I, I helped weird fudge the science. DNA results. Oh, Enzo needs <laughs> yeah. a gimmick, man. Weird science. He could be yeah. a weird scientist. Enzo needs, Enzo. Enzo needs something. He has the hair to be a weird scientist. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I Man. Enzymes um, who close, changes things. <laughs> Enzo. Enzo, is it, okay, so Enzo is a good. Is it, do we need to talk about that angle at all? Um, Kill it. I don't like it anymore. No. Yeah, it's I think dead. the addition of the Big Show is logical from a, an in-ring standpoint, but from a psychology character standpoint, it makes no sense because that whole promo 
that Enzo cut on Raw, which was bizarre, by the way. There were like 80 tangents, and I couldn't follow it. And I'm reasonably intelligent. I wouldn't say I'm above average. I'm just a regular person. I'd say you're above average. Okay, well, thank you. I'll give it to you. Uh, I didn't. I couldn't figure out what he was saying. The, the one thing that I did figure out was that he was saying that Cass is a coward. Yes. yes. Is he? And then Enzo is confronted by Cass, and Enzo then does the cowardly thing of leaving the ring, not fighting him. Yeah. And then having someone else beat him up for him. Or maybe that's the intelligent thing, because Enzo's from you know Enzo's from the streets. Man. Then Cass is also intelligent. Yeah. Or he's not a coward. Cowards. Like okay, then we're just dealing with two, two cowards. cowards. Well, it goes back to the old adage: pick on someone your own size. You know, if you accept that as an axiom. Then he is a coward, right? right? He's beating but, up someone who's, and he's just fulfilling the 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 role of getting someone cast aside so that they can fight. Also, a lot of like back and forth on the uh, on the dirt sheets about what how about to what degree both either or both of those guys are hated backstage. That oh, storyline yeah. was sort of more interesting than what was going on in the ring this week. Mm-hmm. He's getting heat, right? Are they both are they both getting heat? Well, Cass is a Trump supporter. That, that oh, was yeah, the, yeah, 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 that, that came out. In some, I don't yeah. even who, I, don't, I don't even think that was a like a militant Trump supporter, right? Yeah, I don't I think, remember who where that where that source was. I, I don't remember. You texted it to me. No, no, it was Melter. I think it was. If Melter. I texted it to you, I'm sure. Like, I'm not. I'm not just texting things willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, that came from a legitimate um, source. No, I had heard. I've heard the. I've heard the the uh, the Enzo thing a few times over the past over the months. It's funny anyone in WWE would be mad about Big Cass being a Trump supporter, considering who Vince. they work for. Yeah, I know. I know. I know <laughs> like, who cares? Unless he's just going around giving people literature all day. Well, I guess yeah. Vince is so removed from... Yeah, he's like the surrogate. Like, everyone's like, we can't hate Vince. <laughs> yeah, but, but Stephanie, Linda, Triple H, I'm sure Shane... Well, they're all they, the power players. Yeah, they all went to the White House yeah. and posed for a photo with him. It just seems Cass like... Is in, Cass is in the... He's like a co-worker yeah. who wears a Trump shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, but also, that was disputed. Like, people who know Cass, they have never seen him talk... never heard him talk mm-hmm. about Trump. So, so it's fake, anyway. fake news. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> who knows to what degree it's true? Any of that stuff is true. Um, you guys talk about Strowman. But oh, the, yes. Yeah. I will say, in Enzo's defense, I have no idea. Before we get off the subject, I have no, I have, I have no idea what people think about him backstage. But, like, the, the WWE locker room is traditionally a really, like, bad place for just any sort of unique personality. <laughs> yeah. But particularly, like, people with any sort of, like, like you know, anxiety issues or like what, and mm-hmm. like, you know, you say that's not Enzo, but that's like exactly what that sort of personality yeah. could be. Just like the flip side of it to be, to be that, you know, ostentatious on the one side. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Shawn Michaels was on all those drugs, but yeah. like, but even, I think even before that, he was just like, he, everybody thought he was a jerk just because, an he, asshole, just, yeah. because he, was just sort of standoffish. Well, we yeah. hear that about Sasha Banks all so the time. And that's it. All we the people that, that, get, that have all the heat are people who are just like their personality. Just they're just not like rah rah locker room folks, yeah. they're, or they're not like traditional or just sort of like straight down the middle people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so we do have to talk about Braun Strowman. Yes. Go ahead, talk about him. Um, I think they ruined that think angle. So? Yeah, I, I. I how do you? I love, oh my gosh, David, was, did, did, Mr. Schilling, yeah, Mr. Mr. Schilling has officially reached like peak internet wrestling. Like they, <laughs> they, they, oh. No, it's it's they haven't ruined Braun Strowman. Let me let me elaborate, yeah, please. please do. I, I'm not saying they ruined Braun Strowman. I think they missed an opportunity to get him over a little bit more as something 
that is closer to a sympathetic character. They mm. went through all the trouble to do the ambulance thing and made him look wounded, like a wounded animal. And then he comes back out and he just destroys everybody. And there, it wasn't really a moment that was triumphant or exciting. It was just a heel beatdown. Yeah. So that shade of, of baby face that they gave him kind of got just shunned to the side. I said this before the show. I agree. I agree with that. Although it must be deliberate because as we, I was saying before we started recording, we're careening towards a four-way match for the title at SummerSlam. Yeah. And literally all four of them are heels. Mm. Even yeah. like Samoa Joe. I mean, I like we've been talking about how, you know, how Roman, I mean, at the pay-per-view, Roman and, and Braun like formally switched sides. Like mm-hmm. Braun, they gave Braun like the, like that cheer at the end, like the babyface moment. Or the cheer, and then the, the, the that was on Raw, and then on, on the, the pay per view they let him walk away under his own power, which is like the most baby face thing you can mm-hmm. do. Um, but Joe, who has been booked as a you know badass baby face to some extent, has was working heel on Monday too. Like this is there, this must be deliberate, and pro- maybe it's just seeing how the you know the Rollins face turn just fell so flat. He was so much, but he would you know everyone says he would have been better off just to leave him doing the same stuff he was mm, doing before. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this like, do you think it's on purpose? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like that, you know, with Roman, they've, they've been trying to get him over, and that's that's not going to happen. So just, I think it's just going with what the crowd, how the crowd reacts. I think, Avenge, I think, I think we're going to, out of the match, we'll get a baby face. I think they are going there. They're, I think they're I unsure think, of themselves. I think I, Brock, though. I think Brock is probably the clearer baby face, right? When people cheer for him, yeah, uh, I mean, more often than not, unless he's going against a Daniel Bryan type or Samoa Joe, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe, yeah, there were a lot of Joe, Joe, Joe chants. Joe is so good. Mean, Joe was what, the what best. I saw him in an airport, man. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I saw him in the really? airport. Yeah, the, like it was amazing. Did you say hi? <laughs> I wanted to, but I was scared. <laughs> I was too afraid. He was, I met, I met Joe. Few, I, I would say that's probably the right move. I met Joe a few times, and he's an incredibly sweet guy. I mean, yeah. he's like you're very nice and very like he's very like he's. I love you can have a good con- you can have a good conversation with the guy. Um, yeah. But what can the WWE but, do? Like the fans are just cheering one way or the other, so they, it's like they don't. It's not much they can do in the situation. They can't push a particular. I, mean, I, guess I think they can strong, push Joe. Yeah, I think bro. I think they can push. Uh, maybe him. maybe that's maybe what you said is really what they're doing. That makes a lot of sense. Like they will have a baby face by the end of the match. Yeah. I mean, if you make them all sort of heelish. Then, then you're then you're evening the playing field. You cancel it out, and exactly. just see, and we'll just see who the crowd roots for. And then there's no clear cut win. Like well, you we don't know, know who's not, not going to root for. We know they're not going to root for. Then there's no clear cut win. But that's now, but that's such a win, man. If Roman Reigns gets over as the biggest heel in a four heel match, then that's it, even if it was a total accident. But that's a huge success. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I agree. he's like if you get the, when the kind of reaction he gets, you, you know, money can't buy that shit. That's true. It's very possible that there will not be a baby face in this scenario at all. Hmm. Because True. if we're talking about Roman Reigns versus John Cena being the ultimate destination at this point, then does Raw need a lead babyface? Or do they just yeah, wait right. for Cena to come? I don't think they need it. Wait it's for problem. Cena. Yeah. yeah. Cena saves. People will cheer for who they cheer <laughs> for. They come to the show no matter what. Hmm. Just let these guys, who obviously are all very over and very popular to some extent, beat each other up. Yeah. Because yeah. the wrestling audience has evolved to a certain extent beyond 
the, the dichotomy. I mean, yeah. does the face who I was gonna say does the face who distinction even that. matter? Maybe this does is it a like it doesn't matter. Marty Scurll was that. on. Um, yeah. Sorry, Marty Scurll was on the um, Austin podcast, and he said, "Like, I don't believe in heels or faces. I believe that I'm an antagonist, uh, and you can cheer me or not cheer me." That's <laughs> yeah. fair. I think that's the better way to change the terminology. You got to change the terminology. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't. I don't mean, Yeah, I guess you're right. There's a whole lot of people who stick to really, you know, the binary way of thinking. Yeah, the yeah. binary. I don't. I mean, when I, when we say a heel and baby face, obviously there's shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Marty Scurll is like the most heelish heel who ever healed, though. That's it's funny <laughs> coming from him. I get it because people cheer him. Yeah. Um, but he like uh, we were joking about him on on text message. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, but his gimmick, I mean, his look is just so. I mean, he looks like a kid who went into his parents' closet and came out with a heel costume on. It's like <laughs> there's like a fur coat and a cane and a and like a, there's like the the hair doesn't really match. The, the top of his hair doesn't match the bottom of his hair. It's really it's weird, man. He's foreign, of course. He's there a heel. Be yeah. automatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Talking Smack was canceled. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, that. Talking Smack. Yeah, R.I.P. So great. What does that mean for wrestling? I guess is the question for WWE. It's just really strange that they would have that. Did they ax, They stumbled ass backwards into an amazing platform for guys getting themselves over and and ladies getting themselves yeah. over. And it was so postmodern. And too. You, it was like, yeah, and you don't find. I get. I talk to people there. I mean, talk to people at WWE. It's a. It's a. It's an issue of functionality, right? Mm. This is. Tuesday night after a whole like on pay-per-view weekends, you know, you're working Friday to Tuesday or Saturday to Tuesday, and this is the very last thing, and you gotta wait 30 minutes or whatever for two or five live to tape. Like everybody if if you everybody wants to get the hell out of the Mm -hmm. stadium. Everybody wants to go home. Mm -hmm. Um well couldn't you just record it earlier? Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't you do any like it could be it yeah, even if you're recording it in tandem or whatever, put it backstage, do whatever. Or just do it at another time. Yeah, cancellation seems like the the extreme. most extreme. I just think Vince Vince probably just hated it. Yeah, yeah that's what the rumor is. <sighs> really? Yeah, that he just thought it was not present presenting the product properly, and that they needed writers he and spent like millions of dollars building a, a sports center studio in Stanford. I mean, in, yeah, in Stanford that they've like used three times. Like, what they, this is what they want. I thought this is what they wanted. Is that where they, they shoot more uh, Rosenberg's show? On that st- on that stage, not that like closet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big stage out there. Yeah, um, they've d- they've done a lot of cutaways to that. I mean, they've <laughs> done cutaways to it and stuff. But it's just anyway. Um, it just is a very weird look. Very weird look, and was, it's I mean, gonna be missed. You yeah, know, I mean, I mean that, that got more like social media attention than always. SmackDown itself. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's still going to be on after the SmackDown pay per views. Raw talk is still after the Raw pay per views. But the weird thing is, the talking smack after Battleground is going to involve Jerry the King Lawler, <laughs> who might be the most like carny, uh, like mm-hmm. classic pro wrestling so personality. I used to love him when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 but he's he's a company he's a, man. Now, he's a company, and yeah, it's yeah. it's just it feels like. Uh, it's behind the times. Yep. He, he, his day has passed. Yeah. He's still doing like, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't get away with that <laughs> shit anymore. We evolved beyond that, Jerry. <laughs> That's smart, man. Um, you know, at some point, we I just want to like hang around and talk about Demolition for like two hours. Could you, do you listen to the Pritchard show about oh, Demolition? Course. Yeah, it was great. They, I, I was so inspired by that show. I don't know why. It was maybe it was just listening to it at exactly the right time. But they were first of all, they're amazing. Like mm-hmm. demo, like what a great, great, um, iconic. 
I wish they pushed more on how our demolition in the Road Warriors different because I think it's a really interesting argument. And I love I think the more interesting thing is that like being so inside the bubble, you could actually believe that their that demolition didn't rip off the Road Warriors because of these like minor like they had the demolition were real workers and mm-hmm. you know what it's like really? I really thought they were distinct. I never thought that there was I mean, I, I could see the face paint and all that crap, but I felt like one was so uh, definitively heel, and one was so definitively uh, yeah uh, face. I, I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I yeah, it and great. also if you you know go back to then, there's sort of a limit to what we're talking about, like Marty Scroll's costume. But there's like a limit to like the costuming. It's like we got to make him look big and scary, and it's like we there's no we don't have like. Hollywood costume production. We're yeah, just like, man. let's go. Where can we go? Oh, look, there's a sex shop. Maybe they have some other <laughs> stuff. Like, there's a real their, limit to what you can do. Apparently, they were doing their own makeup for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah for um, But I love me. my favorite thing about Demolition, and this is, I guess, for another day. But like, I think they really were in a lot of ways like the first like fully modern or postmodern tag team because number yeah. one, the great origin story that like Randy Colley came up with the gimmick, but yeah. got the crowd chanted Moon Dog at him. I mean, it's legendary. But think about how modern that is. Yeah. The idea that, like, I mean, I mean, I remember when, like, Big Viscera was a thing and people were just chanting, let's go Mabel at him. And, like, that <laughs> seemed like, like, WWE, like, the, like the alarms were going off. Like, yeah. oh, no, how are they doing this? Yeah. It's changing everything. But, like, this happened way back then. Did you they know? use a Freebird? Uh, yeah, well, they, yeah. they did. They, they didn't. They I don't know that they yeah. ever called. I don't know that they ever, I mean, they didn't, they never said Freebird rules, but that was certainly. They, they were using it for a well. while. I think they were just trying to pretend that Axe was still wrestling. Even yeah, though he yeah. wasn't. Exactly. Um. But yeah, it, and and there, and just yeah, just the the whole like stealing. It was they were kind of the that was. Let's take it for granted that they kind of ripped off the Road Warriors gimmick, and other people have run the gimmick and whatever. But that was sort of like the fr- people call them out on it all the time, as if everybody else didn't also steal gimmicks. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. that was that was like the last gimmick that was allowed to be stolen. Yeah, and it, whatever. How many right boys were there? I mean, Kane took Undertaker's gimmick. Yeah, but that yes. was by design. Yeah, but sure. also, I mean, there are only so many gimmick you can take them especially around that time I mean it's like they took a little bit of it but they they added their twist to it yeah for sure uh I wrote about the nature boy thing in my book there's there were a lot of different nature boy I mean mm-hmm. there was a period where just the term nature boy meant like like blonde haired baby face yeah. basically yeah uh buddy Rogers obviously was a big you know was a big one but concurrent with Ric Flair's prime buddy Landell was running around the territories and, and WCW hired him yeah and he and they were gonna do a nature boy versus nature boy feud and it just I think Landell was just too was on a lot of substances at the yeah. time bad links and personal demons <laughs> if you will do they ever talk about him being in the four horsemen Landell yeah oh did, did they ever talk it was that oh, ever, ever like- bandied about it's it didn't seem like they had any concept that he and Rick were like were duplicative so why not just have just have the two nature boys have a, have an all nature boy contingent. Man, we should do just <laughs> one podcast where we talk about people who should have been in the Four Horsemen. Oh, that's mm. that'd be fantastic. Because Austin is the one guy who obviously should have been in yeah, the Four Horsemen. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. How did that not happen? How did that not happen? He was there and he should have been. He in. Who? Stone Cold. Austin. He yeah. would have been perfect. He was a member of the um, Dangerous other, Alliance. Of the Dangerous Alliance. Oh, yeah, same thing. Fan. I mean, equal equally as important in wrestling history, don't we think? <laughs> yeah, I just thought about it. Like that's yeah, would have been, been fantastic. Well, oh, they God, did yeah. run an angle with the Horsemen, the Hollywood Blondes versus did, Rick and Arn. Right? Yeah. That was like the that was a really cool. I really loved. I mean, that was a cool gimmick, man. Yeah, I still was, sometimes do that camera thing oh, <laughs> all in the mirror. That was I'm so start great. Doing it that was tight. <laughs> Literally, like the two best, the two like the like the two most important wrestlers of that generation were in a tag team in WCW and they could you could see it but yeah, they weren't, yeah. they weren't quite really, there yeah I think that's you just 
brought up something really interesting is that Brian Pillman probably is the most important, one of the most important wrestlers. If, of we, that. if he had a hundred percent, I mean, I've said it before. If he hadn't died, he would. You you wouldn't say Austin without saying Pillman. Like yep. he would just yeah. be like, yep. oh yeah, when Austin and Pillman reinvented wrestling. Yep. Like, yeah, that yep. would have been. It would thing. be. Yeah, yeah. damn. Uh, and Tragic. he couldn't even work. Neither of them. I mean, both of them were really hurt. At yeah. the time. I mean, by yeah. the time that like they got to WWF. Um, but yeah, that that was. Oh man, they're so great. I think, I mean, honestly, this sounds so silly, but I just think Austin's hair was holding them back the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he'd gone, if he'd cut it short, if he'd cut it short, like, for, like, just a regular haircut, yeah. like, a couple years before, then he would have had more time as, like, stunning Steve, you know, as, like, a Hollywood blonde Steve. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we actually do have to get out of here. Jim's already stopped even telling us the time signatures oh, in my ear, no. because yeah. he just, get, I think he just gave up and He's walked away. fuming <laughs> back there. No, um, I no, have to Jim, cut no. this episode, damn it. <laughs> Guys, guys think, thanks for stopping by. Always, Always. this is dope. Anything you want to talk about, just let me know. Just give us 14 minutes notice. Well, and we're we'll doing get here uh, the, the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah, Comedy of course. Festival. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it this Sunday. So if you're all right, all, all next week, we're doing it all next week. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, yeah. I got to go to Montreal. You should, you should come. You have it's beautiful town. No, but it's oh, supposed dude. to be just like the festival is incredible. Yeah, right? it's incredible. amazing. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to plug? No. No. I'm, that's it. Montreal's cool. Listen to my. Other podcasts, the BR Mag Show. It's, it's on great. iTunes. It's on all, all kinds of things. And at Dave underscore Schilling, uh, at Mass Man Show, if you want to ask questions or, or scream at me about how stupid my takes are this oh, week. And the OJ hearing. Watch it, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's appointment <laughs> viewing. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Might be time, bad, guys. Was, time will stand still <laughs> for just for that hour. Or we can get him on the pod. I'm sure he loves wrestling. Um, apologies to Dean Ambrose. And thank you all for listening to The Masked Man Show, which is part of the Ringer Network. Humanoids. Tony Schiavone here on The Masked Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on The Masked Man Show. 